welcome back. In today's episode, we are going to be discussing more takeaways that Michelle and I studied, more of why these miracle stories are in here in Mark chapter 5. That's right. This is kind of a, another continuation of our Healing with Jesus series that we did when we studied Matthew. We learned some more insights that we think are very powerful and important that we wanted to share with you guys. Welcome back. I'm Lori. I'm Michelle. We're the twins from PurelyTwins.com and the creators of Move Live Faithfully, where we do Bible study workouts. And this is a continuation of our Mark 5 Bible study. We'll make sure we'll link down to that actual Bible study workout down below so you can see more of what we discuss about this chapter. This is just more thoughts, as Lori said at the beginning, really focusing more on why are these stories really in here and what we what we walked away with learning about Jesus. Yeah. And if you're new to us, you know, we're sharing what we are learning and taking away from when we read the Bible for the very first time. And we went through all of Matthew and now we're going through Mark. And today we're starting, uh, we're picking up the story at Mark chapter five. You can check Michelle and I's other previous videos to get some of the other chapters of Mark. And Mark five is a lot of the similar stories that we did read in mm -hmm. Matthew. So um, it's always fun for Michelle and I to read them again. It's fun, it's our first time doing it. <laughs> it's fun still. But what I meant by that was, like every time you read the Bible, it's a new experience. Even if you read the same story again, at least it, it was well, yeah, I think me, the Holy Spirit illuminates what God is trying to speak to you at that moment. That's how God communicates with all of us to help have deeper understanding. But it's also very important to understand the context and the original writing. Yeah. I mean, that's what we really want to discuss here because we understand miracles and healing we all we all want that and there is so much pain and stuff in this world that when you read these stories about jesus it, it can i mean it does make you wonder like yeah. why isn't he doing more miracles today but that's why we hope this video will help you guys kind of see also it's not going to answer everything lauren i don't know all the answers to everything um god we're is sovereign but we're students of the bible for life and we encourage you to do the same so if you have yeah. if you have a, a opportunity to grab your bible um we encourage you to go ahead and do so and open up to mark chapter 5 with us so you can kind of see what michelle and i are going through and as michelle and i read the bible we we feel we are becoming better Bible students in terms slowly. of slowly, like <laughs> God, yes, a journey. And I love that. And, but Michelle and I are getting better at really sitting down with, okay, what did we just learn about God, Jesus? And what is the author really trying to get across here? Are we noticing any themes? And for me, for this chapter, one of the, one of the big themes I kept coming around to from these, reading these miracle stories of Jesus is not only his power, but really, I feel Mark was really trying to have his readers really sit with who is this person, Jesus? You know, really answer that question. Yeah. And some of the notes and things I might be looking down at from a new book that Laura and I got is Teach the Text from Mark by Grant Osborne. And this has been really helpful. There's a few things that he said that I'm just going to read right from his, his book here. And he's talking about the authority of Jesus over nature and the cosmic powers. Mark moves from a collection of Jesus' parables to a collection of Jesus' miracles. The emphasis is on his authority and the order moves through every type of miracle that Jesus did. So we're first going to see at the end of Mark 4 there, we saw his demonstrating first his power over nature. Then here, this one starts off with his power over the forces of darkness. Then we move in his power over illness, the lady that was bleeding for 12 years, and then his power over death when he raised a little girl. In these stories, Jesus, who was Lord of the Sabbath, is also showing here that he's Lord over creation. So another- Really Lord and power over everything. Over everything. As Lloyd said, the key question is that, that we're all supposed to be sitting with is, 
who is who is Jesus? You know, another pastor, I liked how he kind of recapped it too. In chapters two and three, we really saw Jesus's, everything was about Jesus' authority. His authority over the Sabbath. It was all around Jesus' authority when, when he did things, the miracles he did there. Then here in chapters four and five, we're really seeing the power of Jesus. Yes, we're also going to see that he cares and he is compassionate, but these stories are really showing us his works as a bearing witness to his identity, the Son of God, and it's supporting all the preaching and teaching he's doing. Because remember back in the beginning of Mark in chapter 1, Jesus even said that's why he's come. He didn't come to heal people's sicknesses here. He came to share about his kingdom and what he's doing and who he is. And so that's just something I feel it's important to remember that these stories were all people have been hearing Jesus talk and now that he's demonstrating I am who I say I am type of thing. So what we have to remember too like we weren't we weren't there back then when all these happened so again he was sharing all these miracles and doing all these miracles from my my perspective I'm reading it again is really trying to help mm -hmm. people um, back then and even to us now rereading these stories is to see Jesus for who he is like yes. do we believe that he is the creator of everything do we believe that he controls the wind and the waves do we believe he can take care of demons you know like and you know so I this yeah. I think it really makes you sit with when you read his these, ultimate authority do you yeah. believe that do you see that happening in, in and how does stories? that grow your faith how does knowing the, this seeing Jesus have this type of power and control and authority, you know, help you live your life following him. That's something I know I've been really sitting with, like knowing he is the ultimate authority and power and he's on his throne now. How am I really living for him and having my trust in him, knowing this about him? Remember, it's all about him. I feel like that's why these stories are in here. It's for all of us to see him in all of these stories, not us, well, we see, we get to see how it relates to us is how I've been seeing it now. Some other side podcasts I've been listening to is the Bible is really helping us see how God is moving and redeeming his people, how he's saving his people, how he's making things right again. Like that's to me also how it relates to us is we get to see what our Lord is doing. And that's true. Yeah, I like that. In our previous uh, couple of videos ago, we shared about how a little side study we've been doing around the power we have with Jesus in us over evil and here is a story of Jesus again of really at the painting the big picture of why he came was yeah. to defeat the works of Satan and he wins and we all know that and but as we also been learning he, Satan's not stopping his his whole mission is destruction of all of us believers and one thing uh, this guy's book said too as well is that we have to remember though that they have no true power over believers to the contrary believers have authority over over them and i will admit as we said in that video lori and i is something we're still learning with and what that really means and also we've been starting with side study of trying to understand demons and angels more and we have a lot more to learn on this so please bear with us give us lots of grace here but it's just been really fascinating to michelle and i because we we see it that there's some people that think everything is demonic based Mm -hmm. They don't take any personal uh, responsibility for it, and we don't think that's necessarily right. But then we also see people who are like so oblivious or don't really think that there is a, is demons anymore, and that like that doesn't seem really right either. So I, we're still not trying to be in the middle of it, but still trying to understand it. And all also, the same there's time. also a, a, just a clear distinction that 
there are people who are have a true illness and then there's our people that have a demonic oppression happening and I you can see that very clear in here like it's Mark makes it also very clear like this there are two different things and I think to that I walk away from chapter five is um, that nothing is too hard for Jesus he came and he overcame all of this and if we put our faith and trust in him the hope that he gives us in eternal life where none of this exists um, I think that hits me deeper and deeper when I look back and see what he did he came and he did he was on a mission to get this de these demons out of this man he specifically came over yeah because he came and then he was the next story how left. much he cares yeah. for us being entrapped and enslaved remember the stronghold we talked about before like he's taking back his people and, and yeah. now he's if you don't see it now i encourage you to slow down more in your life something michelle and i are doing really seeing god move in your life and the people around you how he is redeeming his kingdom back mm -hmm. and i love how these follow after the parables of him describing especially the end ones and describing the unsupernatural growth of his kingdom it's it's not going to look with the way you look and and then it goes the way you think it looks. The way you think, yeah, the way you think it looks, I insist. Anyway, I just I love how these miracle stories are re-emphasizing God's power and kingdom. It's it's just he he's it. Like he is he is it. He's legit and so yeah. And so and I do believe, Lord, I still believe in, in prayer. Uh, we heard someone on a podcast say we loved it. We want to share it with you guys that prayer is an act of faith. Yeah. So still and you know if you're struggling with something and you need a miraculous healing, I still believe you should be pray, going to yeah. God first. You should pray to Him to well, do it. To me, that is not pray. Pray to me about all things. Yeah. You know, so. to me that is being bold in your prayers. But I think it's also on the same side, you have that bold faith and you trust and you know He's good because you see Him. He, he's powerful and you, you know it and you trust it and you see that He really cares about your well-being. Yeah, but you also have this balance, understand that He's sovereign and knows a lot more than we can. And it's hard. I will admit it's hard and. I know it's not easy to hear that if you're surely talking for a miracle. I think that reading the Bible, it's also helping Michelle and I grow in our faith, and hopefully you too, that not only you're learning more about Jesus and the power he has and the authority in that, and so we can rest in that, I think, too, and have that to me where I can find that peace and confidence in my faith because when I read this, like, yeah, he, he overcame this, he did this, like, I know who's on the throne now. I know he is the one, and so he is making all things new but it ends in chapter five where you know he's on this walk and the comforting words that jesus gives jaris in verse 36 you know don't be afraid just have faith so i think what i you know sit with what jesus and learning about him like he is so good and that's just his nature and we have to trust that whatever's happening don't give up don't lose our faith because things just don't seem to be working out the way that we think. As Michelle said earlier, he is sovereign. He sees things that we don't Make sure see. you check out our other video we did about the storms in your life. Yeah, like Jesus. he knows what we all need to help grow us or mm -hmm. to remember like the sanctifying process, but even like the plucking process. I pruning. Pruning, yeah, pruning, sorry, pruning process. <laughs> Is, I guess plucking you know too. can sometimes be faint, painful like but also like we have to trust in the goodness of him like he is the good one he is our good shepherd and he ha does have final victory over all this stuff so that helps me grow in my faith and I think it's also a great reminder to put all these stories or again what Mark wants us to see is having us all sit with who is this Christ who is Jesus as you mm -hmm. see all that he did who is this man how, around preaching and doing these miracles and, and yeah. how we've talked and did all these things and so I, to me I wrote my Bible the point is we all need to have faith in Jesus not in ourselves 
not in our circumstances, not in just our, just in that, that we're praying. No, our faith is in Jesus and who He is. And I think and that He's and who and when you also look at it when you're praying who He is, you're praying that trusting that He is good and He cares for you. Like you're taking all that in when you yeah. when you have faith in Him. Yeah. He also mentioned because you guys, if you don't know, Lord and I came also out of false teachings, law of attraction, even got caught up in the prosperity gospel, even though, again, we didn't know that's what it all was called. We thought it was just all positive messaging. It must be from God. It seems all good. It makes you feel good all the time. Um, but he said something interesting about in his book that I just wanted to pass along to you guys, that faith allows us to participate in God's healing power. And I think that's also the woman of the, of the touching, uh, showing that was her, it was through her faith that Jesus was able to work. So there is a participation on our part. We also did another video about talking a little bit more about our participation in miracles. I'll make sure we link it down below as well. Yeah. But he was just saying that in recent preaching on faith, which sometimes can be heavily linked to this prosperity preaching, yes. has you just need to have more faith is a very common yeah. thing you probably will hear. Yeah. Has dangerously and heretically made God subservient rather than sovereign in this world. Some wrongly believe that God must respond to our prayers and can never say no. This is not the God of the Bible but rather a human construct that is not Christian at the core. Our faith does not tell God what to do. He is sovereign and has the perfect right to say no to our requests and give us what we need rather than what we want. Nor does the degree of our faith influence God's healing power. If we are not healed, the reason is not that our faith was insufficient, but that God has sovereignly decided that healing is not best for us at this time. Faith allows us to participate spiritually in the healing process, but it does not control God. Uh, so I just want just to sit with that. Let you. Yes. I think it also makes you sit with, can you still see God as good and you, can you still have faith in Him no matter what you're facing? Like, you know, I think if prosperity leads people astray that you only like God and follow God when things are good. But when mm -hmm. something good in your eyes, it's not good, happens, you start doubting, you start questioning your faith, you start doubting, which we saw the disciples, like he doubts that he cares about you. And I think that's why it's important to read the Bible because you're reassured in your faith. No, I see Jesus do this. I see that he cares for me. I see that he is looking out for everybody. I see that he's the victor of all things and I can put my faith and trust in him and not what's happening. And I think that's a challenge for all of us. Can we still see God as good no matter what? Yep. And that, that, that's, that's truly, I feel like, the heart for God is when you can see Him as good no matter what is happening yep. around. And so our faith is in who He is. Yep. That is what we had to share about re looking at these healing stories again, just helping us remember that it's about His authority, His power, and understand that He does care and He is compassionate and He has the power over all things. And we can trust him because he is good and faithful. Yeah, I encourage you, if you've already read chapter 5, go back through and read Mark 5. Now really seeing this, seeing how people are reacting and how makes you, Mark's always making you get to, okay, who, making you realize, okay, who is this Jesus? Also, what's really interesting, looking at the two last stories about Jairus coming to him saying, if Jesus, if you just come and touch my daughter, she will be fine. Or healed and the other lady the 12 no-name woman for 12 years suffering she believed if she touched Jesus she would be healed so who was right you touching Jesus or Jesus touching you and to me they're both right and because why they both went to Jesus they both had their faith in him and I think that's the point 
Um, and I think some of those other faith stories, like, you know, he did things to improve people's faith and also to show who he is. And I think that's also when we look back at these stories now, we're seeing more of who Jesus is. And when you approach it, really ask as you go into your Bible study, Lord, help me to see more of you through these stories. Help me, help me to learn more about you in these stories. One of them that was really powerful to yeah. see that both of them were right. The point is, where was their faith? It was in him. So it's like, where is your faith? Where is our faith? And is it in him? Yeah, well, girls, we hope that was a source of encouragement in your walk. Um, hope that helped maybe when you approach reading Mark with a little different eye, instead of seeing it all about your faith and healing, can we learn at who Jesus is through all of this and, and grow closer to Jesus that way? So we encourage that in all of you guys. Mm -hmm. And remember, God loves you. We love you. Thank you again so much for being here. Today's video helped you in some way. If you wouldn't mind giving us a thumbs up, it really helps get our video out to more Christians and video out to more people so they can hear about the good news about Jesus as well. So all of us can grow in our faith together on a walk with the Lord. So thank you again so much for being here. Michelle and I just mean so much to us. And if you're new to us, subscribe here too on our YouTube channel or if you're listening over on the podcast, make sure you subscribe <laughs> over there as well. Yes. Thank you guys so much for being here and we'll chat soon.